This is the Berman Method podcast featuring Dr. Jake Berman and physician assistant Jenny Berman. We are here to treat problems and not symptoms. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and not to treat anyone or to give medical advice. If you are interested in any information that we are giving and would like to use this for yourself, we recommend that you contact your primary care physician or reach out to us and ask us questions about yourself specifically. Enjoy. And we're rolling. We are rolling, baby. Happy Monday, Berman Method Podcast. I'm Jenny Berman, physician assistant with my co-host. Dr. Jake Berman. And Vera Kay. Sitting over here, kicking her legs and her arms. Partying or life away. She is, wide-eyed. Yeah. What do we do on this podcast, Jenny? We treat problems on symptoms. What does that mean? That means that we are digging deep into your body, you as the person, trying to figure out where the problem is actually stemming from and not just handing you medications and treating the symptoms that you are feeling. We are David against Goliath. What does that mean? We are against the corporate medical system and really going against what is covered by insurance and doing what the patient needs. We are treating you, not medicine. (laughs) I think Paul said something. I wrote it down. It's in my notes. Paul, our business coach. Yeah. He said... Well, the thing he said was, we're treating people. We're not treating just numbers. Yeah, Yeah. we're not treating pain. We're not treating numbers. We're actually treating people. But there was something else he said. I'll think of it. Because it was very touching as far as being able to treat problems and not symptoms. He said, we're giving you what you need, not what the insurance wants you to want. Yeah. Yes. Another way to say it is, Selling you what you want, but giving you what you actually need. Okay. Paul was also saying, you're not only just treating the patient in front of you, you're treating everybody that patient comes in contact with. Right. So if somebody has back pain, it's not just them that's being affected. It's everybody that that person is coming in contact with, their whole family. Think about it. If you're in pain, how much, how pleasant are you to be around? Right, right. If you've got some type of systemic issue, some type of gut issue or hormone imbalance, you're not that pleasant to be around. Right. So you're not just affecting yourself, you're affecting your whole family. Correct, because it is affecting your confidence, your trustworthiness, your quality of life, your mood. So if we can treat the problem and really help you as the individual, we're helping all of those things, which is going to affect the other people around you. That was a great intro. Thanks for taking over there. That was not scripted. We didn't plan that. No, you were just staring at me in blank space. So I thought I would jump right in. (laughs) Right before we hit play, I just got done freestyling some rap tunes And Vera was all into it there for a minute. Yeah. So you were still living on cloud nine. Then when we, (laughs) when you press the record button, you just weren't refocused yet. I wasn't back in the zone. Got it. Are you back now? Yeah. I was back in my, my high school ghetto days. 
with your, what'd you have in your truck? Kind of speakers? Yeah, some loud speakers. Three tens. <laughs> and a little single cab truck. <laughs> <laughs> My knees were in the dashboard. <laughs> All right, so now we're here. We're in the here and now. And today we're going to be talking about hormones. Hormones. So I am interested in talking about this because lately it seems we have had a, a pretty big influx of individuals coming in saying, my hormones are just so messed up. I need my hormones tested really to figure out what's going on. And my first thought is always, okay, well, let's dig a little deeper first and really figure out what else is going on. Let me get an, a better idea of what you're experiencing to think that hormones are messed up and need to be checked and that you may need hormone replacement. And this is going for males and females. Um, males coming in feeling that their testosterone levels are low and that they need to take testosterone. Females saying, I have to be going through perimenopause or I'm postmenopausal. This is all a hormone issue but we really just need to dive in a little bit deeper and see what actually is going on. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> so when, depending on the gender, male or female, a lot of the symptoms that are playing into what individuals think could be a, a hormone issue would be fatigue is a big one, not being able to sleep through the night. So waking up in the middle of the night or unable to fall asleep. Mood swings can be associated for sure. Weight gain is one that we hear a lot. They're like, you know, I'm gaining weight. I can't sleep at night. It just has to be my hormones. Uh, and I'm exhausted all day long. So those are some of the most common. Uh, some other ones, depending on age, could be actual acne issues. So women, even in their 40s and 50s can now be experiencing acne again. And they're like, I haven't dealt with acne since I was in my teens. What's going on now? It must be hormonal. And as we dig a little bit deeper in identifying where are these symptoms of hormone imbalance actually coming from and what actually needs to be done to treat it, do we need hormone replacement therapy? Do we need progesterone? Do we need testosterone? Do we need estradiol or estrogen? And sometimes, yes majority of the time, no, they don't need hormones. Why? <laughs> that was a, a very, very confused why. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> so hormone replacement, as I mentioned, in some individuals is necessary, but majority of the time when we are seeing individuals for these types of symptoms in our practice at Berman Health and Wellness, it is not the hormones that are causing the problem. Uh, yes, the symptoms are presenting as hormone issues, but that's not the actual problem. Once we dive deeper into their metabolism and into their medical history and into their blood work, we're actually seeing that 95% of the time it's related to a blood sugar instability or a thyroid inefficiency. Oh, come on. So it doesn't mean that your thyroid is abnormal necessarily and that you're hypothyroid, but the thyroid can become less efficient to where it's actually presenting as hormone type symptoms, the fatigue, the hair loss, the poor sleep, constipation even is another one when the thyroid is not functioning efficiently. And again, those are very similar to what a lot of individuals are experiencing with this quote unquote hormonal change that they're having. 
The other side of that that I mentioned is blood sugar instability. So the blood sugar fluctuating up and down throughout the day and the night. This is affecting our cortisol levels. This is affecting our magnesium and our vitamin D levels, which is changing our mood, changing our ability to actually fall asleep and staying asleep at night, changing our weight, blood sugar instability. We store food as sugar, which causes us to actually gain weight. Uh, Certainly brain fog, not being able to think clearly or remember things as clearly is a symptom of blood sugar instability as well, which a lot of people also relate to hormone imbalance. So to talk about this a little bit more... Can you hold that thought for one second? Mm -hmm. Just because we mentioned these words a lot on this podcast, and I don't want to just assume that everybody knows exactly what it means. So let's do a really basic fundamental thing of two things or a fundamental definition of two things. Cortisol. Yes. Cortisol is a stress hormone that is released from the adrenal glands, but it also is released in response to insulin, which is a hormone released from the pancreas in response to blood sugar. So what that means in simple terms is when your blood sugar rises, your cortisol level rises. And cortisol is a stress hormone that can cause the body to hold on to abdominal fat. When the cortisol level rises, blood sugar rises. So they go hand in hand with each other. We have to make sure that we're stabilizing both of them through the proper nutrients in our body, through the proper stress response response controlling mechanisms or amino acids through proper vitamin levels to help with controlling both of those levels as well. Okay, perfect. So high cortisol, high blood sugar, essentially fight or flight responses occurring, and you don't want to live in a constant state of fight or flight. Correct. Yeah. Fight or flight is a response that their body should go through in an acute situation, meaning the dog is chasing you, the alligator is coming after you, um, <laughs> you're in a fight where you have to fight for your life. Those That is when the cortisol level should be high and you should be in that fight or flight state. The problem we're seeing is that with hormonal changes and with aging and with blood sugar instability, our body is going into a chronically high fight or flight state or with stress in general. Okay. Okay. So that was number one. And number two, you could briefly just describe or elaborate on is stored as sugar. Correct. So Our body, when we eat food, any types of food, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, fiber, when we eat, we have cells all over our body. And the food is supposed to get into the cells to be utilized as fuel for energy. So to give our cells energy, to give our muscles energy, to give our brain energy. The problem that we experience, again, as we start aging and hormones do start changing and uh, or cortisol levels are chronically high for a period of time or um, just from various history of meal plan issues, what we've had over the last 30 years of our meal plan, our body becomes less efficient at metabolizing that food. So we're actually not getting the food into the cells to be processed for energy. Instead, the body is actually storing the food as sugar on the outside of our cells. Stored sugar turns to fat. And then when the cortisol level is high, that fat gets redistributed to the abdominal area and stored in the abdomen. Okay. 
So why, let's talk about that a little bit more because I said, you know, the hormones aren't the problem. We don't need hormone replacement, but now a couple of times I've said as hormones change, these effects happen. Whereas we have the blood sugar instability, we have the thyroid inefficiency, we have the vitamin deficiencies. And yes, it, it can occur as part of the aging process and the change of our hormones, though the hormone replacement is not going to fix the blood sugar instability, the vitamin deficiency, or the thyroid inefficiency. We don't need hormones to fix those issues. We can't u- just use hormones to fix those issues either. We actually need to change how we're fueling our system as our hormones change. So the things that we fed our body and the types of exercise that we did in our 20s and 30s isn't going to be the same as when we're in our 50s, 60s, 70s, or even in postpartum because of the hormone changes that are occurring. Wow. So the exercise has actually changed too, not just the food. Obviously, I know that I can't go eat a large cheese pizza all to myself in one sitting like I used to do in college. However, I didn't think that I shouldn't be doing the same exercises that I did in college either. Correct. So what essentially happens when as hormones change is that can increase our risk of blood sugar instability or the inefficiency of our body to be breaking down our food as fuel where it stores it more as sugar. And so what we have to focus on is that we're fueling our cells more appropriately, meaning most of the time focusing more on adequate protein, less on the simple carbohydrates, definitely more fiber in the diet to help with the cellular response to the fuel or food that we're consuming, though our exercise also has to change. As we age, we start losing muscle mass. And so we really have to focus on strength training exercise in combination with cardiovascular exercise to ensure that we are increasing our muscle fibers, but also providing enough oxygen to the cells to actually utilize glucose or sugar. The more muscle mass we have, the higher our metabolic rate and the higher our body has the ability to burn fat and calories. So as we age and we start losing muscle mass, our resting metabolic rate, meaning the amount of calories we burn at rest, starts to decline. If we continue strength training or increase our strength training and we're increasing the muscle or at least maintaining it, it will help with maintaining that metabolic rate of at which we are burning calories on a day-to-day basis. I love it. So there's two things that I picked up on the last couple of minutes there. One of them, which was doing cardio as you get older is not just for cardio health, right? It's not just for cardiovascular health. It's to actually improve the oxygenation of the muscles which in turn, the second thing I got from it was the more muscles that you have as you age, the higher your metabolic rate is. So we want to increase the amount of strength training we do as we get older in combination with performing cardio because that's going to give us a one-two punch for improving our overall metabolic rate. Correct. Correct. So again, as we age and hormones do change, we don't need to just take hormone replacement to fix these issues. We actually need to fuel the body appropriately for longevity. So 
doing the strength training, doing the cardiovascular exercise, increasing our protein intake. Because again, muscle feeds off of protein. That's the major building block of muscle is protein and the essential amino acids. So we have to fuel our body appropriately with those two things to be able to continuously regenerate the muscle and sustain it or even increase it as we age. The hormones by themselves are not going to get us what we need to be able to sustain and increase muscle mass as we're aging. Interesting. Very interesting. So with all of that being said, you know, you're, I said, we don't need hormone replacement, but how will I feel better if I'm not taking hormone replacement and my hormones are decreasing as I age and as I go through menopause or even postpartum? And the key is if we're fueling our system appropriately, meaning we're getting energy into our cells, our body is going to function more efficiently. So with getting more protein into our cells, reducing the simple sugar that's being stored on the outside of our cell, with getting the right vitamin replacement, so vitamin D, magnesium, B12, we are fueling our cells, we are fueling our brain so that we can lower our cortisol levels, meaning we can sleep through the night. Our magnesium is optimized so we can create and maintain melatonin levels, again, to calm our brain, to make us not feel so stressed and anxious being able to sleep. We have the energy into our cells that our brain needs to prevent the brain fog. We have the energy into our cells to give us energy throughout the day. And our blood sugar is better stabilized, so we're going to either lose or maintain our weight appropriately. That sounds amazing, especially being able to go to sleep without sitting there and tossing and turning. Or having to take a medication. Ooh, taking a medication to sleep. Yeah, yeah. What if you could just lay down and actually go to sleep? And feel rested when you wake up. Ooh, that's, that's another huge, good one. Yeah, I slept through the night, but I don't feel rested when I wake up. Right. And this, again, a lot of this goes for men as well when they have lower testosterone levels. In fact, insulin resistance or prediabetes or blood sugar instability, which we've already talked a lot about today, can actually lower testosterone levels in men. So the more sugar we're having in our meal plan, the more simple carbohydrates like the cheese pizza or the sub roll, uh, sandwich or the French fries, the soda, these things actually cause testosterone levels to decrease. What? Mm-hmm. So I should be thinking about that every time I get a Jersey Mike's? A thousand percent. Come on. He's a Jersey Mike addict. Jersey Mike's, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, we could throw out a discount code. <laughs> We could become an ambassador with the amount that Jake eats it. So, but Jersey Mike's does have tubs in a sub. So that could be a good alternative for you. Subs in a tub. Mm -hmm. Not tubs in a sub. Subs in a tub. Subs in a tub. Yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you can get your sub in a tub with no bread. Just fill it with some lettuce and some fiber and veggies and meat, and it's that delicious. That sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to try that the next time I go. It's delicious. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. So we've talked a lot about hormones today. Yes, hormones decrease as we age or with certain metabolic diseases, hormones change, but the hormone replacement is not always the answer. 
Many times we need to dig deeper and figure out actually what's going on from a metabolic standpoint and fix that rather than taking hormone replacement therapy. But what I heard you say this whole entire episode, it's not, you just said many times it's not the answer. What I heard you say this entire episode is majority of the time it's not the answer. Correct. Majority of the time the hormone imbalances are symptoms of cortisol, blood sugar instability. Is that a good take-home message from this episode? Yes. The symptoms you are experiencing that you are associating with your hormones decreasing are not going to be fixed with just taking hormone replacement therapy. Right. And our definition of fixed is the body's efficient. Correct. Your definition of fixed might be, oh, well, I don't have hot flashes anymore or whatever the symptom is that you're experiencing from the hormone imbalance. However, our definition of fixed is yeah, you don't have those hot flashes or whatever the symptoms are and your body is working more efficiently and you don't have to rely on a pharmaceutical medication. Correct. And I didn't even talk about this whole time hot flashes or night sweats. So I'm glad you brought that up briefly. But hot flashes and night sweats also are a symptom of cortisol imbalance and blood sugar instability. Both what? of them. Yes. So if you're waking up at night in the sweat, it's probably because your cortisol level is abnormal or your blood sugar is dipping too low. During the day when you're having hot flashes, your blood sugar is spiking and falling, which again commonly occurs after we go through the hormonal change, but it is not the hormones that we need to fix that problem. We need blood sugar stability. Okay. So cool. If you're having any hormone imbalance symptoms... Let's figure out the problem. Yes, let's. Let's treat the problem, not the symptom. Let's look at what the fuel we're putting into our body rather than taking a pharmaceutical. Nice. Because you know, hormone replacement therapy can increase risk of cancer. I'll finish on that. (laughs) Okay. So a little scare tactic there. It's true. Why put something synthetic in your body when you don't need to? I think that's really important to say right there. It's synthetic. A pharmaceutical is synthetic. A fake hormone or a supplemental hormone is synthetic. Correct. It is not a natural occurring thing. So the more synthetic things, the more fake things we put into our body, the higher the the risk we have for cancer. Right, right. So, all right, go natural. (laughs) (laughs) reach out to Jenny though. I'm I'm sure there's a ton of people listening to this or you know somebody, you're listening to this and you know somebody that could benefit from this episode. Please share this podcast or reach out to Jenny and just let us know what's going on. Just let us hear the story. And maybe it is appropriate for you to move forward and work with Jenny or maybe it's not. Just reach out and get more information. I think you've got a lot of information on this particular topic in your book too. Yes, yes, and the book is on Amazon. Yeah. The Berman Method to Listening to Your Gut. Yeah. So check it out on Amazon. We can link it in the show notes. But yeah, we talk a lot in in the book about blood sugar stability, about hormone changes, about vitamin deficiencies, which we briefly discussed on the podcast today. Perfect. All right, go fuel your body the right way. Yes, not with cookies and cake. Right. (laughs) Or... Jersey mix. (laughs) Just kidding, Jersey. 
All right. Till next time. See ya. Ciao for now. Thank you for subscribing on your social media and podcast platforms to The Berman Method. Dr. Jake Berman with Berman Physical Therapy and Jenny Berman, Physician Assistant with Berman Health and Wellness. You can find more information on our website, www.bermanpt.com for physical therapy, bermanpt.com forward slash wellness for the health and wellness. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and on your podcast platform. So be sure to follow us, like us, subscribe to us. And if you would like any further information, definitely visit our website and reach out to us. You may also find our free reports on the websites as well, where you can download this free information for yourself. Have a great day.